This podcast contains very strong language. It may not be suitable for all listeners. Okay, what would you rather? What would you rather? Hello, welcome to What Would You Rather, the podcast where we play our favourite game with our favourite comedians. Hi, Rosa. <laughs> welcome. Did you forget my name then? I did a little bit. Hello, Julia. Stanton. Thanks. What would you rather? Mm-hmm. Find a severed finger in one of your cakes or... Give all your colleagues really bad food poisoning. So I make a cake. And you make a cake, a severed finger appears in it. Okay. So you have to explain away the severed finger, where it's come from, who yeah. it belongs to. Who, or... Who's the cake for? People at work. Okay. Is this because I'm making a cake like yeah. that? <laughs> for people at work. Uh, or give, give, give everyone at work food poisoning. Uh, like both ends food poisoning. Oh, everyone, yeah, everyone. Everyone who eats the cake. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, mm. And they all eat the cake because well, it's blush. Both are terrible because severed finger suggests I've killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> or at least or at worst, just I'm dismembered a, them. Yeah, I'm in a gang. Yeah. I mean, it won- might serve as a warning to them. That <laughs> <laughs> bloody time. Yeah. Food poisoning would be pretty bad. Uh, but then I feel like everyone hates food poisoning. But also, everyone's quite happy to lose the pounds, aren't they? It's right before Christmas. <laughs> so I'll be like, you're welcome. I'm really conscious at the moment because I've been watching The Crown so much. I feel like I'm getting posher. You're not. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. God damn it. Was that a name? You know, you know when you're just like deep into a box set? Yeah. And it's I just... do find myself keep trying to do impressions of Claire Foy. Yeah. Where I just look in the mirror. Yeah. And have some Philip. poise. Yeah. Yeah. And elegance. Well, yeah. I'll try. You can try, can't yeah. you? Uh, okay. Mm, probably food. Sorry, did you say that because you were worried you were coming across as too posh? <laughs> no, I just, I'm a bit conscious. I just feel like I am. I, I feel like I'm in the royal family at the moment. Yeah. Very much on the outskirts of the royal family, but yeah. involved. Because uh, I, I have just been watching it constantly whenever I'm That doesn't it. qualify you to be peripheral <laughs> member. Maybe you know you're just, I feel like I'm Yeah, you've been them. immersed. Yeah. Oh, so good. Sorry. Um... <laughs> I just love it so much. <laughs> Series 3 does not disappoint. Oh, although good. it's not as good. Is Olivia Coleman as good as Claire Foy? Well, I mean, yes. But, On paper, yeah, yes. But the I haven't... isn't as good. Oh, isn't it? No. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. But I'm still if it was Claire separate Foy's, things, yeah. I would still say it's Claire Foy is incredible. Like, her she, impression. Uh, you forget it's her, yeah. don't you? Okay, sorry. Uh, hmm. Okay... <laughs> Can I, so do I, do I have to take someone's finger off of them? No, it's just appeared. So you have to explain, you don't know where it's come from either, but it's in your cake. So I'd have to be like, someone needs to call the police. Yeah, no one's going to be like, oh, sure, Rosa, you don't know where that's come from, bullshit. I mean, no one's going to be like. Everyone's going to be like that. Yeah, exactly, sorry, yeah. 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 No one's going to be like, okay, sure. I was going to say, you're giving my uh, colleagues. (laughs) (laughs) Too much credit. Uh, um, I've just given food poisoning. Yeah, I don't know how because it's a vegan cake I'm cooking right now. <laughs> I don't know how you can give people food poisoning from vegan. I don't know. Do it but, in a dirty, dirty pan. Yeah, have a cat liquor spoon. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll give them food poisoning, and they can thank me for the weight loss. I would not. I would choose to not have food poisoning over losing pounds. It's horrible. Yeah, it's I haven't had worst. it in so long. It's horrible. No one's gonna die. No one's going to. Well, I don't know how frail. <laughs> how frail are some of the people no, you, you work get, with? Is, is that dysentery? Yeah. Yeah, so they're not frail. Okay. Shout. 
I really like them all. So you think they could they could withstand a bout of of food poisoning? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going with that one. They're getting a few days off. They're feeling but, really shitty, and they you know you know you're gonna, they're going to give you shit for it. Yeah, and they're probably never. Well, not like I cook stuff for them very often. They, they won't trust me again. No. And they probably think I'm dirty. But also, you wouldn't have to cook for them ever again. Yeah, I, they're not making me plate this cake. Yeah. <laughs> it's my choice. The thing I worry about is going to prison with the finger. Yes. The repercussions of that are worse. I could just leave my job. Yeah. Uh, with the other one. Okay. So. So you're getting food poisoning. Yeah, I just don't like the thought of people thinking I'm dirty. Like, even if I don't like someone, I don't want them to think I'm dirty, but. Never mind the thought of them thinking you're a killer. Yeah, I'd rather they think you're a killer. No, I'd rather than dirty. I'd rather they think I'm dirty oh, than right, a killer. Okay. So I'm choosing the food poisoning. Okay, and I'm fr- I'm free. You of don't food think poisoning. you could uh, come up with a good spin, a good story to uh, say it was a, a Halloween trick gone wrong but if in it's a real November? Because <laughs> yeah, no, I would. Okay, all right. I'm not very good at making stories up. So this episode, we are. I wasn't there. Well, I was there, but I was <laughs> lurking. I was unable to speak i'd lost my voice which was a fucking pain in the ass yeah but fortunately we had local horse fucker <laughs> will duggan available He's prowling the bristol to area. Uh, <laughs> fill my shoes yeah uh, and he did a lovely job he did he was he was great a great uh, co-host not too great good no, enough no yeah good enough yeah yeah you're back yeah that, yeah yeah, I'm firmly back in the hot seat. Unfortunately, Will Diary cannot permit recording any other ones, so okay, we, got, yeah. we took Julia back in. Yeah. Laura Lex was our guest. Yeah, uh, really fun. Lovely voice. Such a lovely voice. I could sit and listen to her and Will. Yeah. I mean, you were really letting the side down <laughs> yeah. on the sultry tones like, What can I do about my voice? Not a lot. No. Not a lot. But yeah, I, mean, no. I think your voice is lovely. Compared mm. to... Would we call it lovely? Well, <laughs> compared to Will and Laura, it's dog shit. Yeah, yeah. I was just sat listening to so thinking. So melodic. Yeah. And she sang for us. She did. <laughs> which was also lovely. She did sing for us, which you've got to come. Here she is. Enjoy. What would you rather? Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Never be able to speak again or never stop talking. Never stop talking, that's the same thing. Be itchy for the rest of your life or sticky for the rest of your life? Sticky. Always have hiccups, always feel like you need to sneeze? Always feel like you need to sneeze. Know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? Oh no. <laughs> um, how? Be the funniest person in the room or the most intelligent? Well, I'm usually both anyway. So. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to lose one then. Um, <laughs> one oh no. Uh, funny. Always be ten minutes late or an hour early. An hour early. Would you rather be invisible or be able to fly? Hmm. Oh, I'll ask a question, but I want to beat Will. You haven't. You've already lost. How? I haven't asked a question <laughs> yet. You've interrupted now. I was bam. I said bang. Fly next. Oh, all right then. <laughs> you can ask a question in a minute. Okay. Um. Oh, I want to fly, please. Sell all of your possessions or one of your organs. Sell. Mm-hmm. Possessions. Speak all languages or be able to speak to animals. Speak all languages. Have sex with a goat or everyone thinks you've had sex with a goat. Oh, gross. <laughs> People think it. I don't want to touch a goat. Yuck. <laughs> uh, that's the first person to say that. <laughs> no, what, really? Other yeah. people would fuck a goat. Because they want to find out. Yeah, but you have to have, to have sex with a goat. You... Did you not see that Black Mirror episode where he fucked a pig and it ruined his life? 
Yeah, but if if you watch that episode, prison. he could have just not done it. And yeah, and then she fine. would have died. No, she wouldn't because re- he'd released her half yeah, an hour Yeah, but he early. didn't know that. If he'd paid attention to the news, that's the point of... The- have you missed the moral of that episode? Yeah, I think so. I was just so upset <laughs> about the, the pig bit. The moral of that episode is he let her free early and um, didn't even hide it. Like, she was there. She was on a bridge, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, and if anybody had paid any attention to the actual case going on... Rather than him fucking a pig. And that was the point of the blackmailer to realise, like, you're too obsessed in your own image. Take part uh, in the world. Right, I didn't notice any of that because after the pig bit, I felt really sick. <laughs> What's your question with the flight? Because I, had, I yeah. had a question afterwards and I wanted to say more. Was, is the flying tiring, like... It, is yeah, it like I swimming tiring? Yeah, do you need to be fit to do yeah. it? Yeah, or is it like whoopee, Peter Pan style flying? I was also thinking about this morning, like, because if it was like a fitness thing, mm. uh, you'd have to wear like gym stuff. Yeah. You'd be getting sweaty, sweaty when so you, you wouldn't go there. to work and be like, hi, you yeah. have a shower before. Another big question is, is it flight like Superman, where it's yeah. zoom? Yeah. Or is it as fast as I can run? Yeah. yeah. But I'm just four foot in the air. Well, you'd hope that you could use thermals and stuff. You'd, we, of course you'd hope. You think I'd know the answer to this, to having... Well, no, but yeah. it's your, my issue with it is uh, invisibility. <laughs> there is no positive use. Every legitimate use for invisibility is nefarious. No, I would like to be invisible. Like, last night I went to a gig and there was no green room, so you just have to sit at the back of the gig. And I'd just love to be invisible there. Because I know nobody's looking at me, but I feel mm. looked at, so I'd like to be invisible a lot. Oh, so you just like to be invisible to just... Yeah. Literally. Because I, I'm quite a paranoid person, so I imagine like how much worry I would have less if I wasn't like going, oh, that person hates me. No, they're just going about their day and you caught their face at a weird yeah, yeah. angle. If I was invisible, I'd know nobody was giving me evil. And you could just pop to the shop in yeah. your pyjamas. Yeah. And no one would be like, that woman's having Would your pyjamas be also invisible or would you have to be naked? That's the difficulty with invisibility, isn't it? I because think... otherwise it'd be useless in the winter. It's a super... <laughs> <laughs> it's a superpower. Yeah. Okay. Because flying is a superpower, isn't it? Yeah. Well, so birds can do it. And birds are super. Yeah. <laughs> but have you seen a bird up close? Oh, they're horrible. They're terrifying. Yeah. Their little feet. They are... don't really blink, do they? They're like... No. And um, have you ever seen the length of an owl's legs? Did you yes. see that picture going around on social media a couple no. of weeks ago? So, like, you know, you think of owls as like a blob with some little like stuff. Kind of yeah, thing, if yeah. you smooth all their feathers up, their legs go up to like where you think their armpits should be. <laughs> They've got really long legs. Have you seen Family Guy where Peter has legs up to his armpits? No. Like, there's a bit. Oh, it's really funny. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm Who, what kind of mentalist is pulling up a yeah, I don't owl know. feathers? An owl handler? Why do you need to do that? Well, maybe fine. just to share. Well, I don't think that that person doing it was surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're never ending. I, I think they're a bird expert. They're like, well, let's check for bird what leg worms. Bird worms. Take a photo. This would be a good meme. Absolutely. Whilst yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Penguins I, are similar, aren't they? They're, like, they have the skeleton of proper yeah. legs, but oh, hidden. Yeah. Really? Penguin skeletons are really weird. Yeah, there's one in the Booth Museum in Brighton, which is this weird natural history museum just on the outskirts of Brighton. And it's just, most of it's just like, here's a stuffed sparrow. And you're like, there's loads of live ones outside. Why would you come (laughs) into this museum to look at these? And then there's like, I think there's a seal or a sea lion skeleton as well. And that's really weird. It just, you're like, what? How is it that shape? Creepy. Interesting. Have you ever seen, do the comedian Nate Bargatze, American comedian? Fantastic. He's on... A couple of things on Netflix. He's got a joke, a routine about this live reptile and crocodile area somewhere in the south, like in Florida. And he's just talking about it. It's mad. He goes, oh, we went to a cage where there was the black mamba. 
and the holes in the cage I would describe as slightly bigger than a black <laughs> man. <laughs> He's great, Nate Bagazzi. Really good. Anyway. Yeah. Did you ever clothing. see, um, oh, what's he called? Um, Ross Noble's bit about trying to tuck an owl into bed. No. You can't see where their neck is. And he does this whole bit about the, I'm too cold. But no, too far. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know where your neck is. <laughs> great bit. That's so funny. There was one that you were struggling. Oh, when you're going to die or how you're going to die. Oh, that makes me feel really sad. Definitely how, though. Because as soon as I knew when, I'd stop doing anything that couldn't be completed before that date. Everything would feel pointless. So, definitely how. Great for planning, though. Oh, no. I'm not good with things like that. Ideally, how would you like to? Die? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Said in such a menacing tone. <laughs> Maybe at the end of recording a really good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, not not today then. <laughs> um, oh, I don't yeah. know. Um, maybe something relatively exciting. Like, me and my husband have always said that when we're really old, we'd quite like to get into hard drugs. Because if you're just sitting around with your body failing you anyway, like yeah. sat in a chair dribbling, you might as well be on heroin mm. and having the time of your life in your head. So maybe like overdosing at the age of 95 or something. Good for you. That'd be quite nice. You yeah. might as well try them all out once you're really old. Because yeah, I'm just worried that the feeling you have isn't as good as it would be as a young person. Yeah, yeah but no feelings are, so it's going to be better than not being so, on yeah, heroin. Yeah. What? Well, relax. Mm-hmm. Would you rather appear on Good Morning Britain any time Piers Morgan disagrees with one of your core values or be the new Richard Hammond to Jeremy Clarkson? Oh, that's horrible, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd go on Good Morning Britain, I think, because I reckon I'd get some good memes and gifs and viral content from my face <laughs> dealing with him because I can't, I can't pretend to have a good face when someone's being a twat mm-hmm. so it's good to know and i can't hold my tongue at all so i'd be quite good bait against him i'd rise to everything and argue with him it'd be very good for my career have you got time to go on good morning britain i imagine every day oh that's a good point i do hate getting up in the morning maybe i'd just start to agree with him so i could stop going on the show because <laughs> skype in yeah, that's true. I could be on the big screen behind the sofa, couldn't I? Um, what was the other one? There'd be the Richard Hammond... To Jeremy Clarkson. <sighs> well, that's basically the same as agreeing with Je- Piers Morgan, is isn't it? Is it, Because you can take it on your own. And also, I think Clarkson is much more of doing a character. Whilst I think he is definitely a, a Tory and... All the... But isn't that worse, then, to cement beliefs in other people that you don't even corely believe in yourself? Is that not worse to stir up like sort of misogynist upper class bigotry just for the sake of your character? Like at least believe in it if it's what you're persuading other people is the right way to think. Yeah, Andrew you... Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> but you could go on first of all, you've got time scales and you know what you're doing with Top Gear. What's the new Top Gear called? Uh the Grand Tour. The Grand Tour. So at least you know what you're doing mm-hmm. and you can factor that into your life. With Piers Morgan, every now and then you could be like, oh God, I've got to go down to... Yeah, that's person. true. You'd get paid a lot. And also you can kind of act how you want if you're Richard Hammond. And I do really like cars and maybe I could help to make Top Gear more about carbon neutral cars and more environmentally friendly engines. I could add that element. I think Maybe be- I would be a good Richard Hammond. I'm small. 
I think you'd be great on a car. We've both got thin hair. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm the natural rich. Have I not thought of this before? Yeah, all right, I want to be on Top Gear. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the Grand Tour. The Grand yeah, Tour. Yeah. I was once driving down the motorway, boring. and um, in the, the, on big lorries were these massive stone busts of their heads which I imagine they were taking somewhere to use for an episode of Top Gear, and it was the weirdest thing, like, driving down oh, the motorway God, alongside, like, phone. three enormous lorries with a massive Hammond, <laughs> a massive May, and a massive Clarkson, just, like... Why did you not crash? I feel like... Yeah, so it was a bit like, I really want to take a picture of this, but obviously that is very <laughs> illegal. I shouldn't do that, so I didn't, but I wanted to. Well, when you came in, you said you've just reversed into someone, <laughs> but yeah. you're going to go in a car. Not quite reverse into them. My parents lived down this little, like, lane in Somerset, and I was sort of tucked between my mum's car, a motorbike behind mine, and my dad's van sort of making a tea. And then I sort of had to swing my car out, and I think my front wheel arch just sort of prized off. Because my car's not scratched at all, but just prized his number plate off. To wear brag. Weird flex, bro. My car is mighty. Um, but he's not too cross. I don't think I should text him and apologise again. I, don't, I haven't seen him for six months and I've turned up and ruined his van and gone. <laughs> yeah, bye. This is why I don't live near you anymore. Right, what would you rather, live in a train station or a service station? <gasps> I love service stations. I'd happily live in a service station. Which service station do you um, Hopefully an extra... If not a welcome break, bottom tier moto. Whoa. Um, Someone knows the If I could choose, Beaconsfield is quite good and has good links to the M40, which is my favourite motorway. Um, oh. T Bay, if I was going on a mini break, but it's not great for permanent residents there. You go a bit mad. Um, Cobham's all right. They've got everything you need, mate. Got Micklewood. Michael, I oh my god, I used to work there. Um, yeah, M M4 up towards. Sort, sort of. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. I normally stop at Lee Delamere. I don't Lee Delamere. <laughs> I like Lee Delamere. Is that the M4? Yeah. I have a big issue with Lee Delamere Station. Uh, have you seen Gavin and Stacey? Yeah. yeah. Gavin and Smithy are driving up to Cardiff. Yeah. Uh, Gavin to go and see uh, Stacey and Smithy to go and collect the baby. Before the wedding. Before the wedding. Yeah. And they will meet in the car park. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but Nessa and Bryn would be on the other side carriageway. How are they in the same is side? Is there not a thingy at Lee Delamere? There is a... Absolutely there but is. Not, not the cars. No. So, so uh, for some reason, <laughs> they've gone up, come round and waited. But then again, they've got to go back to Wales. Point well, maybe is, they've done that then. I don't, yes, but it's not made clear enough. Also, I've it hasn't been checked... <laughs> You just wanted an extra scene in there where they (laughs) explicitly discuss. What's the anti-Chekhov's gun? Like, (laughs) I want that scene. Because service stations, they have reasonably priced hotels in them. Like, the ones that have a Waitrose and an M&S now, you can get healthy food too. Like, I practically live in a service station anyway. So you would carry on with your job? Yeah, I mean, in many ways. Do I have to live in the same service station or can yeah. I just live in different no, service stations? Say the same one. Yeah, pick like maybe Toddington at the top of the M1, live in that one, easy access to the country. Toddington's not an extra, is it? You want Watford North? <laughs> yeah, maybe I do. But Toddington, I'm just thinking, is the first one once you've got off the M25 and you're heading up. I think, isn't Toddington I the I have first? never been more aroused than I am <laughs> right now. <laughs> I don't think that living in a service station, sadly, would be a huge change to my current lifestyle, which is really, really sad. 
But great chat on service station front, guys. That was amazing. <laughs> I'd happily do a whole podcast about service stations. <laughs> I friggin' love service stations. I like T-Bay and I like Gloucester. They're same family ones. Yeah. But one, they're shit after 10 o'clock. I have a huge problem with service stations that aren't service useful after 9pm. Like, if you're not willing to have your little concession stand open 24 hours, you can't have it at a service station. That yeah. would be one of my laws as a Prime Minister. That's a good law. Thank you. That's fair as well. And so T-Bay and Gloucester, after like 9pm, they're useless if you want anything interesting. Mm. That is where McDonald's have really come to their own, 24-hour. Because mm. all the KFC, Burger King, what was, the, what was that burger one that's now gone defunct? 11, to shut 11. Yeah, exactly. So when you're like 2 o'clock in the morning and you're like, not even Costa's open... So there's a little coffee machine in the WH Smith, but it doesn't do tea. And it's not, not a service station, is it? And they're not always open, the WH Smith. No. That, that's a lottery. Mm. So you get into comedy for all of the, the glamour. Let's get comedians on our podcast. It'll be really interesting. No, it won't. <laughs> do not mention service stations. <laughs> Note it to yourself. Have you stayed in the Days Inn at Hearts Head Moor? No, I'm fir- I'm always Holiday Inn Express. I well, have brand loyalty. Days Inn, do you know what? I don't care, sue me. Days Inn, Hearts Head Moor, westbound, the worst. <laughs> the worst hotel in the country. Wow. It was awful. All right. Um, you know, I did not need a black light to see the semen. Like, it was, oh, uh, no. That, 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 that is spunk. Um, <laughs> I stayed in a hotel... Well, Monday night, I think, and the, in the morning after, I had a meeting in the lobby downstairs. I looked down, and there's this mouse playing around my feet, and I was like, <laughs> "Like, I'm not really, not frightened of mice. I know they can't hurt me, but I just don't want them yeah, on me." But then I was trying to say to myself, "Just leave your feet on the floor. Like, it's not going to get on you." But you know, when you're just like, now all I'm thinking, I have to leave. But then That's... they didn't know whether to tell them about it in case they killed the mouse. Yeah, I didn't want the mouse to die on my behalf. I'm never going back there. But oh, that was what? Would you rather own and use? Bernard's watch or the Queen's nose? <gasps> oh, um, remind me again the rules. So Bernard's watch can stop time mm-hmm. for yeah. unlimited amounts of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Queen's nose was wishes when you rubbed it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Unlimited wishes. Well, I feel like we have limited it for this purpose of the podcast. Okay. One a day, yeah. I think I'd go wishes because I rarely have a problem in my life that I don't have enough time. You were 20 minutes late to this podcast. Yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) And ironically, you chose to be an hour early for everything. Yeah, because I hate being late. I really hate being late. But when you've driven into your dad's van, you can't really throw the um, <laughs> throw the number plate on the front car and fuck off. Got a podcast. Bye. <laughs> Would you rather apologise to your father or be on time to a professional engagement? Um, They're not paying you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I would go. Yeah, I would go Queen's Ooh. nose because. But don't you remember they always go awry and like? Yeah, but that's because they were idiots. Melody and Harmony with their stupid parents as well. It was Uncle Ginger was the giver. Yeah, I just always think people like making wishes. You wish too big. Like, wish better stuff. Just smaller stuff that would just make your life a little bit better. And word it really specifically. Mm-hmm. To know, and there's no room for error. All right, let's do then. You've got the Queen's nose. Mm-hmm. It's today. Mm-hmm. What, what's your wish today? Every cup of tea that I drink would be as satisfying as the first cup of tea of the day. Now, but what is the worry there is because the whole point of wishes in every media is that they get a bit tits up. What about the first cup of tea was rubbish? You've your milk. No, because the off. first cup of tea is always great. Or if, or if the milk's off, or why well, wouldn't drink it if the milk was off? But then every cup of tea is that yeah. cup of tea. Yeah, that day. Oh no, and then it's tomorrow. 
Don't give me the oh no, you've made your only wish about tea. But it's one wish a day tomorrow, I'll just have another wish. This is still better than a life where I've got no wishes. You could stop the time, go and get some more milk, come back. Make, you could take time to make but the I could just go and get more time. milk anyway. What was else was I doing in those five minutes? I only work 20 minutes a day. <laughs> I've got loads of time. I don't have wishes. <laughs> What did you choose? Learn to watch every time. What? Why? What are you doing? What What do you not have enough time to do? The thing I is, just don't think I've got anything that I'm not doing because of a lack of time. I, if anything, I've got stuff I've got time to do that I'm still not doing. So I'm, you wish them away. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, I'm, oh, I don't want to write that script anymore. Bye. I'm worried about wishes, though. I think they are too... There's, there's, there's always malevolence in wishes. And also you're going to end up with less time unpicking the, the mess you made with the wishes. Yeah. All right, so I would wish... The, the hair on my upper lip was never visible. Everyone will go What's blind gonna in the world. What's going to backfire? Why? Because <laughs> that's how wishes work. They're always trying to get you. All right, did you make the 50p? Is it been made by no, an evil source? I'm telling you. Because do you know what? All right, so three days of my wishes being a bit shit. All right, I stopped using the 50p. Done. There we go. All the and wishes. Yeah, blind. Your milk's and off. The... Everyone's blind. And I've got Berners watch. Who's the <laughs> All right, then, well, I'll wish for your watch on my 50p, and then I'm happy. Oh, God. Real but watch. I wouldn't have a watch. Well, you're know? blind, though, so you don't even know I've taken the watch. You just assume you've put it down somewhere, and I can't find oh, it. I'm just walking around with a different pocket watch, assuming the time's stopped, <laughs> just wandering around. Also, if everyone was blind, then we'd just quite quickly adapt the world to suit a tactile but environment. You. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'd be the king Am I the of king? The world, yeah, yeah, is that how it is? I'd have to poke one of my eyes out, because I think you can only be the king of blind people if you have one eye. You've got to have some kind of... No, that's not what that <laughs> saying is. That's saying that if everyone were blind, mm-hmm. even if you only had are. one eye, you yeah. could be the king. But obviously having two is... It's not, it's not the employment process. Also, you could just say, I, do, I can't... I've only got one eye. Yeah, so don't worry, lads. Yeah. Because they wouldn't know. <laughs> I've looked at the nation's bank account. We've got loads. You, you know. <laughs> okay, say everything that's on your mind... Mm-hmm. Or only be able to communicate in spoken word poetry. Oh fuck off! I'm not doing poetry. No, I already say everything that's on my mind. I love that one. I hate poetry. It's all stupid. That sounded like you were saying everything that's on my mind. <laughs> yeah, you see, it's just not much of a change. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not in, into poetry. The only poetry I think I've ever heard that I liked is this pair of poets, Harry and Chris, from the comedians Harry and Chris. Yes, that do poetry. Yeah. Is it spoken word what, poetry? No, it's like slam poetry. What's the difference? One's interesting to listen to, and the other one's all rhymy and crap. Are you including the classics? Like, are you getting rid of Shakespeare's sonnets? Yeah, fine. I've never read them. Keats. Yeah, he can go. I love Keats. Uh, of course they still you exist. Do. You just kind of living in tea based services, fucking reading Keats <laughs> to yourself, you tedious prick. <laughs> Fame like a wanton woman shall not be wowed on <laughs> those with two bended. That's Keats. And poetry, so I was like, and you just have to really think through what you're going to say. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I'd rather just say everything that's on my mind, and then maybe I'd learn to think nicer things. Would you rather hmm? have written an Oscar-winning film but not got the credit for it, or have written the film Sharknado and got credit for it? If you don't know what the film Sharknado is. Think of the worst shitty film you can think of and replace it with. But wasn't it super popular? No, it was because of the communist strike, like Ring Lardner and uh, the Hollywood Ten. They, they were blacklisted, so there are four or five. They, they've written films that won Best Oscars. I think uh, I Am Spartacus, I think Ring Lardner wrote I Am Spartacus. 
but no one found out till like six years ago. So we had to watch another man go and win the Oscar for best. Or... I didn't really understand anything you just said. Okay. What happened? Some communists wrote Spartacus. McCarthyism yeah. in the fifties. Yeah. Anti American Council. Yeah. He was seen as a communist. Right. He couldn't work in Hollywood. They thought Hollywood was making everyone communist. Yeah. There were ten writers. Uh, Bessie, Biberman, Lardner, and seven of us, I can't remember. Yeah. They weren't allowed to work right. in Hollywood anymore. But they did. But some of their friends right. were allowed to work. They said, you can write a film, but I'll put my name on it. Right. So they got paid. Yeah. So then, Spartacus is one of these films. Yeah. Ring Lardner, the writer, wrote Spartacus. Yeah. Spartacus won Best Script. Yeah. Ring Lardner could not go and get it. He's never got the award. Nobody outside, like a little small circle of friends, yeah. knew that he'd written this film. And then he wrote Sharknado. No. So you you can be that person who's watched your great... Like, I love how cross you get. You get so it's cross. Scary, scary. It's, you, well, it's not my fault you're being stupid. <laughs> it is because if you didn't react like this, I would pretend to be stupid for you. Um. <laughs> this is why mansplaining happens. The opposite of mansplaining is woman stupidity. I'm having a... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, <laughs> but Sharknado was popular, wasn't All it? Alright then, would you rather have written an incredible film that no one know you ever did, or or have written Stop or My Mum Will Shoot? I'd rather write a terrible one that's done really well. Because then I can, once I've got my money and my notoriety and my first credit, then I can go off and write something brilliant. I'm already in a position where I write brilliant things and no one gives a shit. So that's no different. That's the first time I've ever heard you be arrogant. I'm not very good at it. Nobody I've, likes it from I've me. I've known you for what, seven years? <laughs> um, that was confidence. Yeah. Not arrogance. It's it was arrogant as shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd rather get my credit on something that is populist and arguably terrible, but I've created it to appeal to the masses just to get my foot in the door mm-hmm. and then I'll go and do more m- more intellectual things. What? Laura, would mm. you rather have somebody at a gig in the audience constantly muttering or have someone laugh 10 seconds earlier every joke? Early though. 10 seconds is very early. Mm. You wouldn't hear the punchline on most of my jokes. Mm. Where is this person, front or back? You can place them wherever you want. A mutterer, you can definitely hear them. Most of the audience can hear them. I'd say 40% of the audience are audibly. How many people can hear the laughter? Well, because before a joke, it's usually quite quiet, isn't it? So obviously every time it's different. This is every gig. But I'm thinking 10 seconds. Like, that's most of the whole joke. So they're laughing from before you've started the punch. (laughs) So that person's just... In hysterics for my entire set because my gag rate is so high. <laughs> Second arrogance got it in. I but it's arrogant, true. Or I'd it's say very it's true. very accurate. Yeah, it's very, I'm very funny. Um, as the people of Torquay failed to recognise last night. Um, I reckon I would want mumbling. I think I'd want mumbling because if somebody's laughing out of place and it's not at what you're saying, you have to assume you're the butt of a joke you don't know about. So that's a problem. Whereas if somebody's just mumbling, they're just being a prick and that's nothing to do with you. So I think I'd go mumbling. I personally, as a non-comedian, but a regular audience member, that's a struggle. 
I find it very hard to concentrate on someone speaking when someone's like mumbling near me because yeah. I just find it. I'm so angry at that person that I can't even focus on the comedy. Which yeah, is what would, would worry me about this question if I was a comedian. It also really tied back to your I'd love to be invisible because people might be looking at me or I could only assume this laughter <laughs> is at me. <laughs> yeah. I, the only I option <laughs> is that this person I'm the butt of a joke <laughs> that I've never heard. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, I mean, both the things that are audio and that are going to distract and mess up the rhythm of your comedy, but laughter being out of place feels like something I'd need to deal with, whereas I've done gigs where somebody's mumbling all the way through. Like sometimes if you've got somebody that's in the audience that speaks English as a second language, somebody will explain things quite a lot, and after a while you can phase that out, or sometimes you'll have visually impaired or like people with different abilities in the room... So mumbling, I would, yeah, I think I'd find mumbling, yeah, whereas laughter being off kilter would just make me really paranoid, and I don't know if I'd be relaxed enough to perform well. Yeah, and every joke, yeah. Yeah, because I, like, I think about some things, although, like, in fairness then, if you were doing, like, a tight 20, I would say I have punchlines at least every 30 seconds in a 20, so then you're sort of hoping for a rolling laugh anyway, so it might not be so crazy. But I think somebody else laughing would make the rest of the audience be like, what are they laughing at that I'm not getting? Mm. And then it would get other people to stop laughing. Yeah. Whereas, at least with mumbling, the other people are sort of united with you that the mumbling is annoying. Yeah. You can get cross with someone for talking to a show. You can't get cross with someone for laughing. 40 punchlines in a 20. <laughs> yeah. Solid 10. No, not when you think about all the little ones that make up a bit. 12. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather be referred to as sweetheart by everyone or you mutter prick under your breath (laughs) every time you're introduced to someone? Oh my God, it's like being in a green room at a gig, isn't it? (laughs) And you walk in and all the blokes shake each other's hand and then you have to get a kiss from everybody like, why do I have to hug and kiss everybody? I'm not different. Um, I'm fine with that. I get a nice handshake and a little kiss. <laughs> I hate being a woman and having to be kissed. Yeah. It's so annoying. Oh, and I'm so awkward anyway, yeah. so it's just the worst. Like, it is, isn't it? Just treat me like. I just shake else. my hand like everybody yeah. else. Yeah, no. Um, I guess, sweetheart, I don't really mind being called sweetheart. That's quite nice. That's By nice. Everyone, yeah, but I think I call people like pet names. Because like, I'm so terrible with names mm. that I call everybody love or babe or mm. like pop it or something. So I'm quite alright with having that back. I don't want to call people a prick. That combined with my like natural resting, oh, I hate you face. <laughs> yeah, sweetheart. I think I could go with that. What? So read everything out loud. So everything you see, you just read it all. Okay. Or sing everything you want to say. Mm. On the way up to Edinburgh, I was saying to Julia, it's a good question. And I showed her what it would be like if I read everything that I saw. And she asked me to stop quite quickly. It was really annoying. Yeah. I feel I like singing. that's a debilitating life mm. thing that stops you being able to do anything else doesn't it if you met someone who always sang would you be friends with them i don't need any more friends i think i'd be more likely to be friends with somebody that sang to me than like i was trying to chat and they were like pizza nestle discover the goodness in cheerios nine (laughs) vitamins five whole grains like that's just annoying yeah whereas hey combine the two five whole grains (laughs) that's good actually let's put both together and just be an absolute (laughs) nightmare um 
because also in my head, like I get, I get really stuck on things. So like you have an I Heart New York sticker up there. And in my head, my brain can't decide whether that's I Heart Nye, I Heart NY or I Heart New York because that's what I know NY stands for. So that's just flicking through my brain constantly. So, so I can't imagine having to keep saying that out loud until I've decided. I don't say I Heart, I say I love. Oh, see, now you've added another <laughs> variable into it. I say I, I love. Heart NY. Oh, I, I Heart, yeah. Spurs, I heart NY. No, this is annoying. So, because you, you could almost like monkey chant it. Can you control the singing? So, could I be like, hello, everybody? Like, you know, and it's do it like a grown chanting. And you can sing it however you want. Oh, yeah. So, you could practically just chant everything and just be a very monotonous speaker. Uh, what you just said is quite scary. If I didn't know that, that's your thing. Okay, but what if I did it in a slightly more far way? Like John Ralph go from Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's the worst. Did you, yeah, that'd be all right. Did you see a documentary about the adult literacy? We can't hear you unless you're singing, Will Duggan. Did you ever, <laughs> did you ever see... The documentary about adult no, literacy. No, keep singing. Did you Let's ever do the see rest of the, the documentary song. about adult literacy? They got five adults who were illiterate and taught them how to read over a year. And then later on, one of the women said the world was far too busy when you were able to read. And she oh, ended yeah. up killing herself. Imagine how peaceful the world would be if you couldn't read. Sometimes I do think it might be nice. Like, cause obviously we've all lived in a world where we couldn't read everything when we were children. But it was just nice to be like, well, I can't read what that means, so it's not. Yeah. yeah. It's just nice shapes, isn't it? To run. Or like that mug now in my head that's a P, and then you turn it over and it's a D. Like, it's a P, so it's a Pete. I know, but then when it's drying up, it's a D. Mm. For drying. <laughs> yeah. It's exhausting, isn't it? You're making it harder. <laughs> yeah, but that's having an obsessive mind that can't just shut up for half an hour. Now you've pointed that out to me, I'm going to start thinking like that. Like when someone once told me um, that they heard about a hairdryer catching on fire when someone left it on a bed. And now, not only am I worried about my straighteners being left on, I'm also worried about a hairdryer catching on fire and burning down my whole flat. How like, every time someone tells me something, I'm like, don't tell me, because mm. I'm going to add to my list of things I yeah. have to check before I leave my house. How old are your straighteners? A year old. Oh, okay. Well, next time you need new ones, you can get ones now that turn themselves off after half yeah, an hour. Yeah, so do I. I'm oh, so convinced. Yeah. I'm convinced that something like Final Destination is going to yeah, happen in okay. my flat where everything, yeah. like some water will trickle towards them or I'll leave them next to an aerosol that will catch on fire and everything. <laughs> yeah, I know This is mean. my brain. I, I had to buy a car in the end that when you lock it, the, not the ears, what are they called? Yeah. They go in. Yeah, the, wi- the wing, wing mirrors. mirrors go yeah. in so that now I don't have to ears. <laughs> I have to keep going back and <laughs> checking them. They're kind of like ears. Um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, otherwise I'd have to keep going back and checking it was locked, but now I can see it from out the window and go, it's locked. That's the same in my car. Oh my God, it makes me so happy when I look out the window and check it's locked. Do you think of the back windscreen wiper like a tail? No, I don't. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I always think of cars. It's like a little waggy back tail, and then the headlights are eyes, and some cars look really mean, and some of them look really dumb, and some of them just look like normal people, and then they've got little ears. I feel like if you've got eyelashes on your car. No, I haven't. (laughs) But if they made an eco-friendly one. (laughs) A good trick. To help with that paranoia of is it locked or not? Whenever I lock my front door, I make a stupid noise. Ah. As the key turns, go like floop, 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 floop. Because then it's not. You remember them. Like, oh no, I, I, I won't go. I went floop, floop, floop. That's clever. Yeah. That's I am clever, very yeah. clever, but no one, li- clever. no one listens. We listen all the time. You <laughs> I, told us all about Demi Lardner writing that. Ring Lardner! <laughs> I am. Um, I lived with someone and we always go door's locked, door's locked, door's locked to each other on the way out of the house. <laughs> 
And now I don't live with her anymore and it makes me sad because oh. I can't... I can you get her to leave that on a voice message for you or something so you can... But it was back and forth. Like, I saw oh. you lock the door. We were like, you I locked just... the door. I saw you lock the door. I, and we were just doing that. Just do it to, to the, the door. train station. Doors locked, doors yeah. locked, doors locked. My door auto-locked. I don't have to worry about my house. What? Lovely house. Thanks, babe. Well, it's just like a deadlock, so when you leave, oh, okay. it's just locked. I thought it was like a... a Bloop, I live in a fortress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. That would be fun, though. What? I always walk on all fours or eat every meal out of a bowl on the floor. Oh, I hate the idea of always having my bum in the air. Oh, yeah, either one of them, I suppose I could lie down and eat out of a bowl. Can I have cutlery with this bowl on the floor, or is it like eating out of it with my face oh. like a trough? No, there's a rat up before, so maybe we'll give you some cutlery. It's probably nice. I'm just thinking I often eat when I've already done my makeup, and I don't want like pasta sauce all over it. I've got quite a flat face. Like if I had a beak or something, it would be a bit easier, but I don't want to walk around with my bum and vagina pointing out into the world I like the way they're tucked up underneath and being on all fours would be really upsetting to have that area exposed constantly so I think I'm going to go drop on the floor please I quite often eat like crisps out of a bowl on the floor so you're right. (laughs) (laughs) you know if you're just lying on the floor watching TV or something big bowl of popcorn yeah, I never understand why people lie on the floor. Will you reread that question, please? Always walk on all fours or eat every meal out of a bowl on the floor. Uh, no one said with your face. <laughs> that, well, that's what I asked. <laughs> Did it? But you imagine it's like a, but, a cat or a dog. But then you were like, yeah. you imagined it. You could sit cross-legged. <laughs> you know, I don't want pasta sauce over my face. Fine, get a spoon. Monster. You, first, your brain didn't go there, but it went to, everyone could see my fanny. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I was very paranoid. I've got a real, that's my problem with mice, is I don't want them in my bum. And it doesn't matter how many times I have this conversation with myself, we're going, there's no reason a mouse would want to be in your bum. They would die. Yeah, and they just wouldn't be able to get in there without my help anyway. So, but it's the ongoing thing that I just think about. I don't want it in my bum. You, did you ever study Ovid's free at school? No, he Greek wasn't poem. allowed when I was there because he got accused of being a Stalinist. Ovid? Yeah. The ancient Greek yeah, poet Ovid? Yeah, he wasn't Ovid. allowed to write for a period of his career because of political stuff going on. And he, he had to write under a pseudonym and then what he wrote won an award but he was not allowed to go and collect it. And then many years later he wrote a film about a shark in a wind. I'm not going to tell you about Ovid's feet now. <laughs> I've beaten mansplaining. <laughs> oh, please tell me about Ovid's Beetle. It's a flea. Um, oh, it's too easy for you. Yeah. No one else gets it this easily. <laughs> I'm uh, totally stop doing this. It's a, it's a I wouldn't mind if it was you. It's just Laura. Oh, really? I'm uh, very irritating. Uh, <laughs> it's a poem about a man who says he loves a woman so much he wishes he could turn into a flea so he could live inside her family. Ugh. See? Well, I told a, you poetry was shit. Would have been a nice little stuffy comment, but no, no, no. We had to bring Stalinism into it. Why okay. is Fanny? Why would you want to live in there? What about nice a crab? Warm? A crab. Yeah, but wet. And you'd get squashed. The muscles in there are strong. Like, I wouldn't want to be... Show off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all at Pilates nine times a week, right? <laughs> told you, I'm very arrogant all the time. Look at the strongest Fanny, the side of the seven. Um, they're, no, but they're strong even if you're... They're strong because, like, they can expand out, but they're held tight. Yeah, like, everything in. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to be a flea in that. Feminism's gone too far, hasn't it? <laughs> they wouldn't have dared talk about this five years ago. No. Oh, I'm not like other girls. I don't have funny muscles. Why did you change Funny muscles. Accent? That's a great drag name, isn't it? Funny muscles. Yeah. Shotgun. 
have to publish your search history on social media mm. or <laughs> get naked at a family barbecue. Get naked at a family barbecue. No, nobody needs to see just an alternating history of my own name and then some niche porn. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> really, really wants that. Part. More or less funny myself. <laughs> I don't want anybody knowing what I won't do. And um, my body looks exactly the same as all of my sisters and all of the other women in my family because we're all identical potato people. So that is fine. Uh, what, what are you going to just get naked? Uh, there's a paddling pool and I'm drunk or something. Like, it wouldn't surprise them. Oh, yeah, but then I'll just be like, oh, I'm drunk and get in the paddling pool. It'll be fine. The vapors. The vapors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just like, hey guys, it's really all oh, these new antidepressants. Woo! Like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. My family won't mind a bit. God, my family are uptight. Every time we ask this question, I'm like... Oh, they wouldn't be thrilled, but I think they'd be less thrilled to see my search history because it's things like therapists that deal explicitly with why I hate my mother and why doesn't my dad love me and like other such breaking things his like Keep ruining his possessions. So I think they'd rather just see some tits. Like yeah. they've seen me naked before. So I think it's much less humiliating to see my flesh than the thoughts in my brain. I mean, they're both awful. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I don't want to show any of them to anybody. But I yeah. just feel like at the time it'd be fine, but the, the, the aftermath of the nakedness. But worse then... than your search history. Uh... It's not even like I've been researching like alt-right crap and genocide or anything but it's just like there's definitely some stuff in there that you think oh, I've idly wondered that or idly thought yeah that would be something I want to have a look at that I don't want anybody to know thanks so much that was great thank you for having me that was lots of fun oh I'm on tour in 2020 so please check out my tour dates I'm on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and everything that's slowly sucking my soul into the digital abyss and my website. They're all just my name, Laura Lex or Lex Laura or Laura Lex Comedian or something like that. We'll but put some links in. Find me. I'm everywhere. And please come and see my tour. It's probably funny when I've written it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'm very, very successful and funny. <laughs> And your service station knowledge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what Would You Rather is presented by Julia Stenton and Rosa Pennington. Music composed by Holly Buhaya and artwork by Hannah Stiles, whose information is in the show notes. Send us your What Would You Rathers to at What Would You Rather the podcast on Instagram or at WWYR underscore pod on Twitter. Please like and subscribe. What Would You Rather?